you will, for the reading of God's Word, found over in Romans chapter 15, beginning with verse 13. Romans 15, 13. God is good all the time. 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 Amen. I want to look a few moments this morning on In God We Trust. In God We Trust. Romans 15, 13. And it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Nick, would you leave us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. A couple of questions this morning that I want you to think about with me. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Now, that would be different for a lot of us this morning, right? Some folks may have trust in this person or have trust in this thing, but who honestly do you have trust in? And also, what do you have trust in? What do you have trust in? I believe today that is one of the big questions that the world needs to answer today. Amen? Because somehow we've lost focus on who we should have trust in. Who do you trust? What do you have trust in? When I say these words this morning, in God we trust, what comes to your mind? In God we trust. So many times today, people are putting their trust in so many wrong places. I want you to know something today. Make sure you... You hear me clearly on this. The government is not where you should put all your trust in. Make sure you know that every day. The government is not where you need to put your trust in. You shouldn't put your trust in a certain individual, should you? Right? You shouldn't put your trust wholly on a preacher. Right? You shouldn't put your whole trust just in a certain church. Our trust is need to be in that one specific location. In God we trust. In God we put trust. I believe today, as a person, as an individual, as a family, we need to turn away from all the other things that the world tries to get us to have trust in. And we need to turn back to having our trust back in the eyes and the glory of God. And believe that is true. And to believe that God is with us. Instead of living in a me society where everything is about me, I trust my thoughts. I trust my feelings. I trust the way that I believe things should be. We have to turn away from those things and truly believe that I have my trust in God. And I believe God is there for us. Because, I don't know about you all, but I figured out over the years, if I try to do things my way, I'm going to make a mess out of it. Amen? You ever done that? I do it all the time. And I don't laugh about it anymore because I can just blame it on all these surgeries I've had. I'll just say, well, I, I used to know how to do that. Now I, I don't. I just, I just mess it all up. 
few weeks ago, our router went out at the house. Boy, that's a big one, isn't it? Because we cut the cord. I don't have South Central anymore. So the only way we get TV is we have to have Wi-Fi. You all remember when we had an antenna? You didn't have to worry about all that, did you? And you just had to have a little TV. Well, there was for a day or so, we didn't have any Wi-Fi. So we went down to Walmart to buy a router. Do you all realize how many routers there are in the world? There's a bunch of them. I even called the guy over from Walmart to help me there, and I said, sir, I I'm getting, uh, get, had to get me a new router so I can have Wi-Fi at the house. I said, he said, well, what do you need? I said, I don't have a clue what I need. I just need somehow when I get my phone, it says I've got them little bars and everything's good and I can set it all up. He said, well, sir, let me give you the easiest one we have to set up and this will take care of everything. Watch out for easy, okay? Just make sure everybody remember, watch out for easy because I got it home, took it out. After I looked at all the different directions and all the different languages, trying to figure out exactly what language that I needed to use, I did the classic me thing. You know what I did with the directions? Oh, I can do this. And I throwed it back over the box, and I looked at all these things. My TV's connected to all this and this and that and the other. And I looked over at Sheila, and she just had that look. You know, that we was talking about that in Sunday school this morning. Your family knows your look, don't you? She just looked at me like, you, you ain't going to do this. This is you, you, don't, you don't know how to do it. And I was plugging bars up and all this stuff. I like I knew what I was doing. It told me I had to download this app and all this stuff. And I was putting all, pushing all these buttons and all these things. After an hour, I figured out I, I got the wrong router. It had to be the wrong router because this was definitely not easy. It's definitely, definitely, definitely not easy. And after all that time, she looked at me and says, Honey, let me read you the instructions. And within about, what, huh? 10, 15 minutes, the glory came down and we had Wi-Fi again. And the TV came on and my phone was working. All because I decided to listen to Sheila who was reading the instructions. Folks, I want you to know something. There's somebody that's got the instructions for your life. Do you realize that? There is somebody that's got the instructions for your life. But so often we're all like Paul Mills. We want to do what? Our way. And we say, well, I don't need that. I don't need to have trust in God. I'll, I'll just do it my way. Well, we can all agree today that's not getting our world in a very good place. Amen? It's not getting our families in very good places. It's not getting churches in very good places. It's not getting individuals in very good places. When we decide to do it just the way we want to, I believe for our world to change today, we've got to get our trust back in God. And that's something that we have to do not only on Sunday, but every day of every minute, of every second of our life. We have to say, I believe in God and I'm going to trust in that. So how do we do that? First of all, I believe we have to do what God tells us to do. We have to do what God tells us to do. What is God telling you? I believe today that God talks to all of us every day, doesn't he? It's up to you to decide to listen or not, right? Y'all got that part? God talks to you every day. 
Some people say, well, preacher, I just don't feel close to God. Well, the problem is, is many times you're not close enough to God to hear him. You're running away. You want to do it all your way. You're wanting to have your own mindset thrown in there. What is God telling you to do? Well, we see in the Bible of many examples of that. Over in John 9, 6, remember the, the blind man who God told just to, to go and put just a little mud on his eyes. And he would be healed. And he would be able to see again. And he went and did what? What God told him to do. He put what in God? Trust in God. He believed what God told him. He went and did it. And because of that, having that trust in God, he could see again. Remember about Lazarus over in John eleven forty three, How that Jesus got the call and Jesus loved Lazarus and Jesus loved everything about his family and got the call. And they had told him that Lazarus had passed and how many days he had been there. And Jesus came to where Lazarus was. Even though everybody else gave up on Lazarus and thought he was dead and no way that Jesus was going to be able to bring him back. Jesus said these words, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus had enough, what? Trust in God and came out and conquered that death. Now I want you to know something. Your preacher believes this. And if you don't, we can talk about it later on, right? But I truly believe if the man that was blind, if he hadn't done what Jesus told him to do, he would have still been what? Blind. And I truly believe today if Lazarus hadn't done what Jesus asked him to do to come out of that grave, I believe today that Lazarus would still have been what? Dead. Because they didn't do what God told them to do. Do you realize how many blessings you miss in your life because you don't take trust in God? Because you don't listen to Him. You don't hear Him telling you what you need to do. Because we spend so much time thinking, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do this. One of the things I figured out and on this sick leave and being home, it seems like I'm busier now than when I worked. I don't know why, why that is. And if there's so many things to do and so many things I've got to get done and so many things that need to be accomplished and so often my mind gets so bombarded with all of those things that I need to do that I forget about having what? Time and trust in what God is asking me to do. And God, hopefully you trust. And when God says to you, this is what I need you to do. This is what I need you to be. This is what I need you to have in your life to be able to be the person that I want you to be. I want you to have trust in me. Have trust and faith. And one of the things that I also know in my life, and you have too, sometimes the things that Jesus asks you to do doesn't make sense right now. Right? But you have to have what? Trust that it will. And I have found out in my life over my time of being here 
that the things that didn't make sense to me in the beginning, when I had trust in God, by the end I understood that it was God's way. That is what God was asking me to do. And if I listened to him and let him be the person that I need. Also, let God be in all parts of your life. In God you trust. Let him be in all parts of your life. Do you have any place at your house that you don't want people to go into a certain room? I think everybody does. Might be a room, might be an attic, might be down in the basement. I would say Tim may have a place or two like that, right, Tim? Where you we have stuff that uh, you, you don't use it. You don't want anybody else to know you got it, and you just got it. You got it stored away. Because you think to yourself, these are the magic words, aren't they? I might need it someday. You never know. We've got all these cords at our house that goes to all these electrical things. And I look at them and I go, well, I wonder what that goes to. And she'll say, I don't know. And I'll say, well, put it in the drawer. <laughs> we might need it someday. But that drawer or that room, you, you want to just keep that separate from the rest of your life, right? You don't want everybody to come in there and go, well, I went to see so-and-so and I went in their room where they hide everything. Folks, we do that so often with God, don't we? And then we say, God, you can have, you can have 80% of my life. But the other 20 is mine. The other 20, I'm going to hide what I want to. I'm going to do with it whatever I want to. That's going to be what I'm going to hold on to in my life. We have to realize in our life, so often people say, well, Brother Paul, I don't, I don't understand my life. Why, why is it like this? Why am I dealing with this and that and the other thing? Why does my life have to be like that? Well, what I figured out in my life, Hopefully it worked for you, and I truly believe it would. When you allow God to be in complete control of your life, things are going to go good. In God, you trust what? Your life. You trust every part of your life. You allow Christ to be a part of everything in your life. You have complete trust in Him. You don't say, I'm going to hold on to this or hold on to that. One of the things you have to realize with God, that sometimes this takes people off guard sometimes. You can't hide anything from God. You just can't. He knows about all that. He knows about that. And all He wants you to do is have trust in Him. And He can help you. Or you know what's missing in your family? You know what's missing maybe in your job? You know what's missing sometimes in your Christian walk? So often, we just don't have that trust in God like we should. How can we as Christians today said, let God in all parts of my life. I'm going to allow God to be all over me. I'm going to allow God to be what I need in my life. I'm going to allow God to be whatever I need in my life. I'm going to turn it over to God and allow him to direct me. Next, with God, you can endure your trials. With God, you can endure your trials. Here's a big question. If you don't say, well, yes, preacher, that's true, then we'll talk after church also. Okay. 
I believe all of us have had trials in our lives. Amen? Some big, some small. Some may be going through a trial right now. Some may have just got over a trial. Some may have remember a lot of those things that went on during their trials in their life. But trials come. Maybe it's suffering loss. Maybe it's having grief in your life. Maybe it's sickness, a sickness that you've had in your life. But those trials come. And I want you to know this. And for all of you that's had some trials that hung on for a while, those trials can start eating at you, can't they? They can And those trials become something that you think about when? Every once in a while? See, trials don't come with a remote, do they? They, You just can't turn them off. You just can't say, I'm done with that one. Turn it off. Those trials just start eating away at you. And that's pretty much what the old devil wants it to do, don't it? He just wants it to eat away at you. He wants to take away all your joy. He wants to take all away your trust in God. He wants you just to, to lay down and allow Him to be in control. Well, I've, in all of the trials that you've had and I've had, and I've been through a lot of trials with a bunch of you before, when you've went through those trials in your life, you figured out something. When you put your trust in God, it's going to be all right. Amen? Let's look at that one more time. When you put your trust in God, it's going to be all right. Amen? Amen. You have to realize that. And don't try to hold on to it. Don't try to to just be all right. You you know, a lot of people ask me, preacher, how long was you sick before you figured out you were sick? Well, I was sick for a year or two, and I knew it. I was just stubborn. Your preacher's stubborn? Oh, yeah. Your preacher's stubborn. And I just figure it's going to work out by itself. I don't worry about it. Everything will be all right. I was putting my trust in myself. When I started putting my trust in God, things started happening a whole lot better. What's your trial today? What are you dealing with? It's okay to say you are. Some people just hide it. They just say, no, I don't, I don't have any of that. Well, let let your trust in God be there for you. Let God be the person that gives you what you need in your life. And finally this morning, trust in God for what He has already told you. You know, God sort of lays a road map out for your life, doesn't He? Sort of says, this is what I've told you. You do these things and have trust in me, then things are going to be much better. You do these things, have trust in me, and rely upon me, your life is going to be what you hope for it to be. God's already told you a few things. He says over in John 13, 34, he says, Love one another. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. What's God say? Put your trust in me. But not only me, I want you to take the trust you have in me and share that love with somebody else. Folks, I believe that's what we need more of in the world today, don't you all? Just a little more love. Just 
just a little bit more of people caring for somebody else. So often, people just want to gossip about people, don't they? They want to get on places and type and write and all these things and, you know, all these and that and the other and try just to hurt people. And I found out so often people that are trying to hurt other people are hurting real bad themselves, aren't they? Why? Because they got that hurt inside of them for some reason. And they just won't learn how to love somebody else. They have that hatred in their life. But God's already told you, learn how to love one another. Be that person. Also over in Matthew 5, 43, boy, this is a tough one. Love your enemies, God says. Have faith and trust in me. And learn how to love your enemies. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who what? Persecute you. It doesn't say, go get them people that persecute you, right? Get them back harder. They say something about you in words or in typing or whatever. It doesn't say, it's okay. Turn the heat up now. Say whatever you want to. Type whatever you want to. Behave however you want to. No, God says no. No, 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 no. Love your enemies. Love your enemies. Respect what God tells you. It doesn't mean that we're not going to disagree. We are going to disagree from time to time. But have understanding of what God's already told you. Have that love for your enemies. Love those people around about you. Also, God tells you, what to do as a church member over in Matthew 16, 18. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I want you to know something today beyond any shadow of a doubt, that God has blessed our church, right? He told you He was going to. You know, even a couple of times I thought, oh boy, we're in trouble. This is rough. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to, what we're going to do, or how we're going to make it. But God told us, all of you that was here at the beginning of this wild thing that we have floated through in the past couple, two or three years, however long it's been. God told us, "Hang on, it's going to be all right." All right? If you have trust in what in Him, and you do it. His way. As a church member, that's what you've got to do. You know, I, I, don't, I think one of the things that you have to realize as a church member and as a Christian, if it's all right with God, it's all right with you. If it's all right with God, it's all right with you. But so often we, we throw in everything else, don't we? We want this or we want that. But God's already told you, this is what you need to look like as a person. That last scripture this morning, a lot of scripture for BJ back there, but in Isaiah 44, 8, tells you about, I've already told you to be a witness. I've already told you to be that person that shares the word of God. So today, in God, what? We trust. 
In God we trust. That may be something you just want to say once a day, right? Maybe it's something you just want to practice saying in your life. Because some days that's easy, isn't it? It's a good day, beautiful day. It's like, you know, this past week, 78 and sunny. But the next day was 34 and rainy, right? And snowing, yeah. Well, 78 days, you can say, oh, loud and proud, in God I trust, right? In God I trust. But you got to trust in God on those snowy, rainy, 30-degree days, too, of your life. In God you trust. Today, maybe you need a little bit more of that trust in your life. Maybe there's, there's something going on that it's eating away at you. You don't understand what it is. Maybe it's just something that's just there, and it's weighing you down, and you don't know how and what to do with it. In God, you should trust. And turn that over to Him today and truly believe in what God is talking to you about today. Listen to Him this morning as we have our closing song.